0: This morning, I really want to encourage you that God has not forgotten about you. In the midst of all the heartache and the pain, you can find hope and find courage to go on. With God's help, with the help of caring family members, with the help of the community of believers, even friends, and most of all the encouragement That we find in the Bible, we can receive the necessary strength to overcome and to go on. I know, you may be thinking, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. You may even be battling powerful feelings of despair, suffering, confusion, fear, worry, and even anger. These are normal responses to tragedy. I was telling somebody years ago, when my father passed on, I, because, you know, when he passed on, I was at home with my mom. You know, you get into the mode of working and preparing for the funeral. I was all on adrenaline. But let me be honest with you, I was stunned. Because I wasn't expecting my dad to pass on. I was really stunned. And I remember in my prayer time, I really wouldn't even say much to God. To be honest with you. I felt angry inside. I had lots of questions that I couldn't answer. And I bottled it all up. It was a very difficult time. It was only a year later when I, I all let it out. And, you know, I burst out crying so hard. And it started to get better. And all these difficulties and these storms, when they come your way, please remember you are not alone. God is with you always. He loves you. He cares about what's going on in your life. God hears your cries. He sees your pain. Moreover, God understands that what, what you're going through. The Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews chapter 2, verse 17 and 18, when you read it in the Living Bible, it says, and it was necessary for Jesus to be like us his brothers, so that he could be our merciful and faithful high priest before God. A priest who would be both merciful to us and faithful to God. For since he himself has now been through suffering, he knows what it is like when we suffer and he is wonderfully able to help us. For that reason, whatever we endure, his care is certain. His love is unfailing. And remember, his promises are secure. So what I want to do today, I want to go through several scriptures with you to just find out what God is saying to you, he's saying to me through his word in these challenging times. I'd love for these words from God, these scriptures, to bring strength to you, to bring comfort to you, that even when you are right in the midst of a very difficult time, that as you listen to God's word today, at least it can bring some form of healing. It might not fully take the pain away from you. It may not heal everything in you right now, but certainly God will do something. Here's the first thought I want to share with you from the Bible. Number one, you are not alone. In Hebrews chapter 13, Verse 5, the third part of that verse, it reads as follows. For he himself has said, I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. So be aware, when disasters and pandemics come, definitely they leave behind injury, destruction, death. Families everywhere, especially in places that are affected, right now in the hot spots, we become jolted out of normalcy. We become jolted out of the comfort and the security of having normal lives. How life has changed today. You know, I've been to a number of funerals where, you know, particularly if it's a COVID-19 funeral, it's very much unlike us as Africans, when we are giving our loved ones a send off to be distant and to be far away. But in these times, if it's a case of COVID-19, you can't even get close. I was in a situation where in this funeral, I mean, the people who lost their loved ones had to be the only ones who, you know, they wanted to see the coffin. You know, the coffin is not to be opened, is not to be touched. But, you know, they they had to grieve all by themselves, looking at the coffin from afar. These are difficult times. These are not normal times. But when disaster comes, it disturbs that. People very often find themselves thrust suddenly unwillingly into the darkness and the despair of loss so if you and your family among those who have been affected by this pandemic I want you to know even if you may feel all alone God has not abandoned you God hasn't forsaken you if trouble has hit your life whether you've it's been through the death of a loved one or it's been through a dreaded medical diagnosis, or the loss of a home, the loss of property, the loss of a job. And when you look at your life, it's almost like you are experiencing this superstorm. You may feel as if your whole world has been turned upside down, and, and you may be wondering how you can possibly survive the loss. It's in times like this that sometimes we may feel so much alone. But please, you are not alone. In the midst of sorrow, God is with you. Even if you don't feel like he is near to you, God is there. He promised you he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Therefore, wherever you are, God is. God is with you before the storm. God is with you during the storm. God is with you. After the storm never losing sight of you or your suffering so even as you ponder how you will begin picking up the pieces of your life I want you to remember God is there loving you loving you beyond your understanding God is there holding you up making a way where there is no way so I ask you today reach out to him today The last time we were together, we read from Psalms 46, verse 1. I want to bring it to memory again. It reads, verse 1. It says, he is a very present help in times of trouble. You know that word present, I like it. It means rather God is found. It means rather he has been found. That is, God has proved himself. Usually when we talk about somebody who's present, it means somebody who is near us or who is close to us. This verse isn't only saying that God is near us and that God is close to us, but that we have found him to be actively involved. He has proved himself to be such a help, and that's the reason why we confide in him. It says that not only is God a present help, but God is a very present help help. That word very means exceedingly. It adds a certain quality. It emphasizes that it's really true. He is very present. In other words, God is a help that is found to be very powerful and very effectual in straits of times, in difficulties of times, in those times of trouble. And that word trouble describes a tight place or when we're in a corner, when we're able to get out, When that occurs, it admonishes us. God is a very present help in a time of need. So please remember, you're not alone. You may have lost both parents. You're not alone. You may have lost a child, a brother, a sister. You're not alone. You may have lost several family members far away. You're not alone. A loved friend, maybe your husband, your wife, you're not alone. What I ask you to do today is to take God's word and make these affirmations of what God says to you. In Psalms 139, verse 7 to 10, in the Living Bible, David says, I can never be lost to your spirit. I can never get away from you, my God. You are there, he says. He says, if I go down to the place of the dead, you are there. If I ride the morning winds to the farthest oceans, you are there. Even there, your hand will guide me, your strength will support me. So we have assurance that no matter where we go, how far we go, to the highest heights, to the lowest depths, we can go anywhere. God's presence is always there. No wonder David pictures God as this great shepherd who provides protection for his children. He says it clearly. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You see, a shepherd uses his rod to to protect his sheep by using it to beat off the wild beasts, but he uses his staff to guide them. So this is the comfort that we have. Take comfort in knowing that God, in these difficult times, he is there with you. God's presence is there with you. You may not feel it. It might not be obvious, but God's presence is there. So talk with your family and friends about it. Talk to them about how you are feeling. Share with them your burdens. Don't be all alone in your suffering. In Deuteronomy 31 verse 8, God says, Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will never fail you, nor will he abandon you. God doesn't abandon us. When things get hard, he is there with us. In Psalms 91 verse 15, this is what God says. He says, when you call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. And in Matthew 28, the second part of verse 20, he says, and be sure of this. I am with you always even to the end of the age. You're not alone. You're not alone. Remember that. You're not alone. Secondly, we learn secondly from the Bible that God sees and understands your pain. In Psalms 34 verse 15, it says the eyes of the Lord are towards the righteous and his ears are open to their cry. God knows in great detail the devastation that this period has caused. He understands the pain. He understands the sorrow because Jesus is acquainted with grief and sorrow. He understands and is all-knowing. In Isaiah 53 and Matthew 27, it shows us clearly how Jesus was a man of pain who was acquainted with grief and sorrow. He suffered all that so that God can be able to empathize with you and be around you. And therefore, God is with you always. God knows that you are hurting at this time. God sees your pain. God hears the cry of your heart. You're not alone in this suffering. God is there to share it with you. He cares about you very deeply and is very attentive to every detail of your life, even to those things that are heavy on your heart that are burdening your heart. No wonder he calls on us in 1 Peter 5, 7. It says, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. It's really comforting to know that God cares about us. It may seem like life has shaken us to the core, but his love for us is never shaken. In Isaiah 54, verse 10, this is what it says. It says, for the mountains may be removed and the hills may shake but my loving kindness will not be removed from you, and my covenant of peace will not be shaken, says the Lord who has compassion on you. In other words, no matter how bad things may seem, God is in control. Nothing ever happens without his knowledge. Jesus says that in Matthew chapter 10, verse 29. He says, not one bird, not one sparrow, can fall without your father knowing it. And then he says, so don't worry, you are more valuable to him than any sparrow. If God's eye is on the sparrow, he's certainly watching you. And so in the midst of all the uncertainty and the sadness, his hand is there to guide you and his strength is there to support you. You are never out of reach. So take back your life by making these affirmations. As Psalms 121 says in verse 8, He keeps his eye upon you as you come and go and always guards you. God is always there watching over you, attentive to every detail. In Psalms 138 verse 8, the writer is offering thanksgiving and thankful to God. He says, the Lord will work out his plan for my life. For your loving kindness, Lord, continues forever. So today I ask you take a few moments to express your confidence in Him. Even if you may feel shaken to the core, don't let your faith shake. Again, express your confidence to God. The third thing we learn in Scripture is that it's okay for us to pour out our heart to God. It's okay. Psalms 34, verse 17, David says, the psalmist says, rather, the righteous cry and the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. You know, one of the most difficult things we can face in life is loss and even the aftermath of tragedy. Sometimes the pain and the loss can be so difficult to be able to cope with it. At times, it may seem so unbearable. But you see, because God made us as people with feelings, there are many other difficult emotions that we may experience when we are grieving or facing tough circumstances. We can sometimes feel hopeless, helpless, confused, fearful, anxious, and even angry, like I've explained. Recognizing these emotions and releasing them in a healthy way is very important in our journey towards healing and wellness. Trying to ignore these emotions, suppressing them, can be very destructive, and sometimes it might even totally immobilize you in your life. Many people go through these kind of experiences, and they try to bottle it up. So here we, here's the question. What emotions do you feel in your heart? Heartache and pain, definitely they can be are among them. Probably you may be handling so badly that you don't even want to cry. But that's okay. Even if you don't want to cry, it's okay. Sometimes you hurt so badly, you want to cry. That's also okay. Remember, even our Lord Jesus Christ himself faced tragedy and sorrow. Times of difficulty in John eleven thirty-five, when he heard about the death of Lazarus. The Bible says he was so deeply moved within and he was so sorrowful that he began to weep. So, in other words, when we weep, it doesn't mean that we are weak people. So it's good for us, of course, to be strong in the midst of difficult circumstances, but it is also important for us to acknowledge our emotion of pain and suffering and loss. Think about it. How can your heart... Truly heal if you don't acknowledge that you are hurting. So take the first step. Get alone with God. Tell Him honestly how badly you are hurting. Cry to God, as the scriptures say. Take that first step. Cry out to Him, God help me. You will find that as you pour out your heart, you'll begin to feel the burden roll away from you. In Psalms 56, verse 8, David says, God, you have seen me tossing and turning through the night. You've collected all my tears and preserved them in your bottle. You have recorded every one of them in your book. So know this, God is aware of exactly where you are. Your tears matter to God. So as you pour out your heart and as you acknowledge your emotions, you are working through, you'll find comfort in God. You'll find comfort in knowing that all these things, they come our lives, whether it's the death of a loved one, facing terrible illness, separation from family members, the loss of a job, a home, other possessions, financial troubles. What about the fear that all comes our way? Please remember, God says, get alone with me. Talk to me about it. Cry if you need so. Don't try to bottle it up. Don't try to dismiss it. Bring it before God. God really understands. Number four, the Bible assures us that as we go through these difficult times, as we pass through these deep and troubled waters, God will be with us. Isaiah 43, verse 2, and the first part of verse 3, it says, when you pass Through the waters, I will be with you. Hallelujah. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not overflow you. For I am the Lord, your God. As you pass through the waters of your circumstances, you may be wondering who's there to rescue me. Take courage in knowing that even in the deepest of waters, God promises to be with you. He alone can rescue you. He alone can keep you from drowning. You remember when Peter drowned, when he was walking on the water towards Jesus and he drowned? At first, he was walking on the water. But as soon as he took his eyes off Jesus and focused on the storm, he began to sink. But even when he was sinking, when he cried out and said, Lord, save me, Jesus stretched out his hand and rescued him. God wants to rescue you too. All you need is to take a deep breath of faith, reach out and take hold of the hand of God. Do not fear the deep waters. Do not fear the murky waters. Do not fear the uncertainty of these times. Those things may seem difficult. At times they may seem impossible. Luke chapter 1 verse 37 tells us nothing will be impossible with God. God will pull you through. God will drag you through. God will lift you through. God will take you through. Take back your life therefore and make these affirmations. In Jeremiah 32:17 it says, "Our Lord God Behold, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and by your outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for you. What an encouragement to know that nothing is, is difficult for God. So I'm going to ask you, write this scripture down and say nothing is too difficult for God. And take some time in prayer. Write it this side, on the right side, write something that's difficult. Something that says it's impossible. Something that says you're not going to move me. Write the scripture. Write the impossible situation. Put it there for a few weeks and see what God is going to do. God is going to make sure that out of that difficult, impossible situation, he will lift you up because he is a God who does that. What an encouragement for us to know that whatever difficult situation, God is with us. For us to know that whatever happens, we can arise and encourage ourselves through the word of God. God has not forgotten about you. Number five, the fifth thing I want us to remember that scripture tells us is that we should find our hope in God. Find your hope in God. Psalms thirty-seven twenty-six says, my flesh and my heart may fail. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Hallelujah. God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Find hope in God. A writer by the name of C. Nail Straight said this, and I quote, Take from a man his wealth and you hinder him. Take from him his purpose, and you slow him down. But take from man his hope, and you stop him. He can go on without wealth, and even without purpose for a while. But he will not go on without hope. End of quote. So without hope, we can't go far in life. So as you think about your circumstances, you may feel completely discouraged. The reality is that what you are facing, you mustn't give up. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, God says, "I know the thoughts and the plans I have towards you. There are plans for good, not for evil, to give you a hope and a future." And so, when you consider all of this, then you can answer the question that God was asking Jeremiah in Jeremiah thirty two seventeen: "Is there anything too hard?" For God, absolutely nothing. No matter what is going on in your life, you can trust that God is in control. Romans 8 tells us all things work together for good. Whatever it is, God intimately knows everything about your life. So don't give up. Take back your life by making that affirmation in Romans 8, 28. And we know that God causes all things to work together for me, that even in the midst of the most difficult of places, God is there for me. Number six, remind yourself, and we read this scripture and preached from it the last time, God is a constant place of refuge. Psalms 46 verse one, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in a time of need. In other words, there's a place we can run to, There's a place that provides for us a never-ending shelter from danger. There's a place that offers us a powerful shelter from every storm that comes our way. And that place is in God and God alone. David says in Psalm 32 verse 7, God, you are my hiding place. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with songs of deliverance in times of storm." In times of difficulty, God is there. We take our shelter in him. His help is always ready. God has proven himself time and time again, and he's completely reliable. No wonder in Psalm 62, verse 7 and 8, David wrote, He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. All my people trust him all the time. Pour out your longings before him, for he can help. God is your shelter. God is your protection. There will never be any situation that God can never take you out of. And so we need to make that affirmation. According to Psalms 57, verse 1 and 2, David prays, Be gracious to me, O God. Be gracious to me, for my soul takes refuge in you. And in the shadow of your wings, I will take refuge until destruction passes by. I will cry to God most high, to God who accomplishes all things to me. And then, number seven, we need to tap into the power of prayer. Psalms 34, verse 4 and 6 says, I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and he delivered me from all my fears. This poor man cried. And the Lord had him and saved him out of all his troubles. Never underestimate how the power of prayer can keep you afloat when the storms of life are trying to drown you out. In Jeremiah 29:13, God says, Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me, With all your heart, God wants you to tell Him about your burdens, to give Him all your worries and your anxieties. God wants you to unburden and share all your trouble with Him. Tell Him your feelings of hurt. Tell Him your feelings of disappointment. Tell Him your anger and your pain. Tell Him as well how much you need Him, how much you love Him. He hears you weeping, He hears your requests, He hears your praise. He hears your thanksgiving. Prayer moves God. Hebrews 4:16 says, Therefore, let us draw with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace in a time of need. God actually invites us to spend time in his presence to communicate with him. Will you accept his invitation today? Will you say, Yes, here am I, God? I'm coming your way. And as I conclude, I want us to conclude with this last point. Trust God completely. Romans 4, verse 20 and 21 says, Yet with respect to the promise of God, he did not waver in unbelief, but grew strong in faith, giving glory to God, being fully assured that what God has promised, he is able to perform. God is not a man to lie. What he has promised concerning your life What he has promised in his word, no matter how grim, how intimidating situations can be, God is in control. Jesus says this when he refers to the sheep. He says, my father who has given them to me is greater than all. And no one is able to snatch them out of the father's hand. I and the father are one. Jesus is saying what God's given to me, nobody will snatch them out of his hand. Nobody will snatch you out of the hand of God. No situation, no circumstance, no trouble, no no form of attack from the enemy. Nothing will take you out of the hand of God. And so today, you need to remind yourself, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. You're not alone. God is aware. You are not alone. God is with you. You are not alone. God is waiting for your invitation. Invite him. Talk to him. Converse with him. Lay your burdens before him. Be truthful. Be honest. And see what God will do. Because God is waiting with outstretched arms to be able to reach out to you and to be able to embrace you in his loving arms. Some of you, as you've been listening this morning, you realize how much God really cares for you and how much you love him. Maybe for years you've walked away from God. It could be that maybe you became angry with God because maybe a loved one passed on or some tragedy happened and you're wondering, where is this God? And you walked away from him. But as you've been listening to his word this morning, you realize, you know, God is so aware of me and you want to give your life to him. I want to pray with you this morning. I want to bring you before the Lord and take time to pray with you. If you've decided to take the step this morning of accepting Jesus as your Savior and your personal Lord, will you follow me in this prayer, please? As we pray, let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to you just as I am. I invite Jesus Christ to come into my heart to be the Savior and the Lord of my life. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Thank you for coming into my heart and for making me a child of God in Jesus' name.